remix the dead. I'm remix the dead. I cover music and life, learn day and night, and I grow over my family so they can thrive. Welcome to the remix the dead podcast. Hey guys, how you doing today? This is Ryan Greenwood. I am Remix the Dead. I am here in the beautiful Colorado. We got some cloud cover today. Um, this isn't a weather report, but I got my friend over in Utah, Mr. Uh, Andrew Chris. Uh, how you doing today, man? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. So uh, we met, so we, we linked up online on, on Facebook and because I think you're part of a couple dad's groups and you you, you kind of run in the same social media cir- circle that I do uh and you started a your mission your life empowerment organization did I say that correctly yes yes that's it it's, it's quite the mouthful yes yeah you did you did get it <laughs> okay okay uh yeah can you uh can you tell us like a snackable testimony and more about your uh your organization brag on it if you will <laughs> for sure for sure so I, I started actually out in the therapy world and worked with a lot of like trauma and crisis. And I just thought, you know what, there's got to be a better way. We got to be able to prevent some of this, you know. So I, I kind of branched off and started my own. And it's more preventative, a lot of powerful tools and resources for anybody, really, in any situation. We do personal growth. We do relationship building for couples and we do parenting and really so far it has been going quite well um i've even had one mom tell me that she took our our course and was like that's the greatest parenting course i've ever taken it's like right on right on (laughs) so nice nice uh so when did you get when did you get this uh the ball rolling and the idea and so i would say i think i'm coming up on two years that the idea started and I officially launched late last year. Well, almost the end, September-ish kind of thing. But it just, as I was still working and stuff, I was kind of on the side putting this together. <laughs> and then I got to become a stay-at-home dad, which has been awesome. And so while being a stay-at-home dad, I was like, you know what? It's now or never. And so I went for it. Nice, nice. What What was the final um, final decision to just pull that trigger and go go full time with it. You know what? It's, it's a passion of mine. I, I love it. Like I, I've always heard that quote, right. That's like, if you, if you do what you love, like it won't feel like work. I don't know the exact quote, but yeah. I think you know what I'm talking about. And it, it's like that. And so, like I said, as soon as I had the opportunity to be a stay at home dad, I was like, well, I need something for myself too, you know, to keep myself going. Cause parenting 24 seven is insane, but awesome. And so I just, I told my wife, I was like, I'm ready. And she's like, let's do it. So she helps me run it as well. She does some of the behind the scenes logistics stuff that me, I, I don't get. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's always great to have that support, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, if you can share a little bit of even just about your, your family and your wife and how you guys met. Yeah, so um, we, we have a pretty boring Utah story, uh, you know, met at church kind of thing. Um, but we've been together for over eight years, married just over seven. Our seventh was in 
April. So we got to do the COVID anniversary thing, Woo. you know, <laughs> the, the candlelight dinner at home. Nice. Chick-fil-A. A, a, what was that? Chick-fil-A. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we have um, a five-year-old son and our daughter just turned four a few days ago. Nice. So, nice. It, it's busy. It's crowded. It's fun. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen in a day. It's, it's fantastic. Don't you love that though? It's like, it's, it's so, it's so nerve wracking, but like so exciting at the same time. You, you, it's like playing the lottery each morning. It's like, okay, okay. What's, what's coming next? What, what Lego am I going to step on? What, who, oh, yeah. who's oh, going to, yeah. who's going to cry? Who's going to spill the milk? Or and then when you don't have that stuff for a couple of days, you, you watch, you kind of watch the winds a little bit. You're like, uh, is the storm coming? Is the storm? But you're grateful for those storms, though, right? Oh, yeah. I, I asked my wife several times, like, what did we do before kids? Like, life must have been so boring. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I tell people all the time, man. I'm like, because I hear people, uh, like, I'll, I'll hear people on Facebook or see people on Facebook or I'll hear people, oh, I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. And I was like, uh, have kids, bro. <laughs> you you are not going to be bored. Take care of that problem yeah yeah you were not going to be bored so but yeah i'd like to get into some of these questions with you uh, a lot of them are music life and everything in between so that's kind of what i'm about here on remix the dad and so who would be one of your uh favorite band or artists man that that you just really dig and just can't stop playing I, I love Yellow Card. I don't know if you know much about that. Yeah. I've liked them since I was like 15. <laughs> Punk rock and a violin. I mean, what's better than that? The cool thing is my wife is a huge Yellow Card fan too. <clears throat> so they've kind of been like our band. We went to like their farewell tour and stuff like that together. They they were a band that when they would put out an album, I didn't even care about the reviews or anything. I'd pre-order it because I knew it was going to be solid. Um, I like Angels and Airwaves. I, I prefer Tom DeLonge when he's with them rather than Blink. Although I like classic Blink, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have an uncle that tells me I was born in the wrong generation because I love Boston and Led Zeppelin and the Eagles, you know, Sticks, that kind of stuff. But I, I think if I'm going to go to a go-to, it, it's going to be Yellow Card. I'm going to throw them on. If I can't find something, I'm putting Yellow Card on. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I I, I like Blink, man. I I, I got I got to go with Blink. But yeah, Yellow Card Yellow Card's pretty good though, man. I haven't actually I haven't listened to them in quite some time. I've even got my kids hooked on them. So nice, <laughs> nice. You know, starting it out right. There you go. Raise raise them right, man. Yeah, the other day we were sitting there at my in-laws' house, and I was looking through Facebook, and there was a uh, memory, and it showed up. Uh, it was a picture, or it was a, it was a video of the "I Miss You," mm-hmm. and where they're like, "Where are you?" And then the guy from uh, SpongeBob, the old man, he's just, "I'm over here." So now that's a running joke in our house. Or if we go to the gas station or something and my daughter goes wandering off, I'll be like, where are you? I'm right here. So it's always good to incorporate all the good music in our, uh, in our, in our uh, child's life. man. 
You got to start them out right. Yes, yes. So uh, what, what would be like a go-to song that you uh, would... go-to song? Yeah. Like if you have nothing really else to listen to and you just want to start out your day right or go for a workout or just kind of lift your spirits. That's a good question. Um, I love Lights and Sounds, that song, because it just it starts right out. Just crazy guitar. And I mean, the drum is insane. So like as soon as it starts, you're drumming away, you know. So definitely that's a good one for me to get pumped up to. Uh What's my age again? Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pull on Blink. I love What's My Age Again. That one just cracks me up. So I'll throw that one on there. Ah, man. Welcome to the jungle. We'll, we'll go a little older school. There you Guns go. And Roses. I, I don't mind that one to get me pumped up a little bit. I like to do that, like, you know, yeah. got to get that going. <laughs> Get a little bit of the head banging in there too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't have the hair for it. No, nah. you know, it still works. Yeah, it still works. And but 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 as as we're getting older, we got to like do some stretches before we start rocking out, though, right? Because we don't yeah, want to pull I mean, nothing. I don't, I don't want to throw my neck out for three days just because I tried to go all crazy. Oh, what happened to you? Uh, car accident? <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, car accident or Breaking Benjamin came on. I yeah. don't know. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we live in a time of singles, and I feel this question is like really important because it's just an awesome question. What would be a favorite album of all time, like a go-to album? Go-to album. Like from start to finish, you can just listen to it without skipping songs or... My favorite album isn't even by my favorite band. It, I Love American Idiot by Green Day. I can throw that in and listen to it over and over. And it's been that way since it released. You know, I, I don't know what it is about that album. Like their follow-up was pretty good. The 21st Century Breakdown was all right, but I'll skip some songs. But American Idiot, I could just, I could let it play all day. That's that. I, a- I don't know what it is about that album. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, there's definitely a vibe to that album. Like I like, yeah, I like Dookie and then um, uh, that album. Definitely. There's definitely a vibe, though, about that album where you're just, I don't know. Like, I can't even describe it. There's there's no words. It's hard to explain that album. Like, even my wife has asked about it. And I'm like, I, I don't know what it is about that album. Like, just the lyrics are fantastic. The songs, the pacing of it, they do such a good job of mixing up the pace. And, like, even though they have, like, two 10-minute songs on there, those 10-minute songs rock. Like, I love them. They're my favorite, you know? And sometimes when bands do long songs, it's like, okay, got it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh, we got four more minutes. Okay, you know? It's not like that at all. Like, I don't know what it is. You're, yeah, you always ask yourself, did I put this on repeat or what? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so so you're, most, you're most of punk rock, though. Okay. I like that though. I like that. It reminds me of the old like skate skate park days too. And how and how old are you again? You're thirty-two. Okay, I I, I knew we were similar in age because I'll, I'll be thirty-four in a couple months. So nice. I'll be thirty-three in a couple months. Nice. Last day of August. Nice. <laughs> I'm in the middle of October. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah, man. Uh, what a 
what side projects or hustles or any jobs that you're excited about? Yeah. yeah so my side hustle is already kind of what we talked about the business I started. Like I said, that's kind of a passion. It's kind of a mixture of different things. I do coaching with individuals, couples, or parents. I love it. And I'm not too crazy intense, but I do push you, you know, that's my job. I'm, I'm here to help you go to that next level. We also do online courses. I'm, I'm in the process of publishing a fatherhood book. Uh, when it comes to parenting, fathers is my passion. I, I love to work with dads. I taught parenting curriculum for Utah State University for several years around the community. That was awesome. I even started a fatherhood program for Head Start that served over 700 families. That was really cool. That, that was where it started for me. That was the first thing I ever did because I just noticed there were no dads in the classroom. And I was like, we got to change this. We need dads in the classroom. So that's how that started. So I, I don't know. It's just kind of cool, a little side gig there. And I am pretty excited. Starting in August, I get to go back to Weber State University, the department I graduated from, and teach a class for them. So I'm really excited about that. Nice, nice. Is it going to be in punk rock? No, I'm just kidding. Is it on punk rock? No, no. It's on family relations. Close, but not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you can, you can some, somehow incorporate a little bit in there, right? You like use some analogies and stuff. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Be like, the music you listen to is crucial. Yeah. If you get anything from this class, it's make sure to teach your kids the right music. I'm yeah. Sure that's it. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a social club? Misfits, they're uh, more of a like on the, like a Christian positive hip hop side, and they they have a lot of different uh, sound like kind of genres in their music. They do some like E and B, and then they do hip hop, and then they also do a little bit of just a little bit of everything. But uh, there's a line where, and he stops in one of their songs, and he's like why do you allow your kids to listen to bad music? And then he starts up again. That's what that just reminded me of. <laughs> That's where your head goes. I like it. But, uh, man, how, how do you, how do you believe others see you, man? How do others see me? Yeah. I think, I think they get to see a lot of the real me. Um, I think a lot of people have told me what they like about me is what you see is what you get. Like I, I'm, I'm not different in any other setting. Like this is me. I think they like, I'm a little more lighthearted and positive and fun, but I can lock in and get serious when necessary. You know, I, I probably come off a little sarcastic at times to people. <laughs> if, if you don't know my humor, it can take a little bit to get used to it. But I, I think people know that I am pretty genuine. And like I said, what you see is what you get. I don't, I don't really believe in putting on a facade for anybody. It's not worth it. So, but Yeah, I think that's one, one, one of the things that kind of attracted me to you, too, is just because I, I have been watching your feeds that you post and stuff. And it's it's and I apologize. It's been it's been crazy this year and stuff with trying to chat with you and all that so i apologize on that but yeah i just you you you, you have that you have that uh that authenticity about you man which is which is awesome and that fun too 
I, I get the same thing when it comes to sar- the sarcasm part. So I've, I've actually had somebody tell me, they're like, if you worked as hard as you tell jokes, you'd be killing it. And I'm like, huh. So I took that and ran with it, and here we are today. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But how do you, how do you see your, yourself? Or no, yeah, how do you see yourself? How do I see myself? Um, really, really no different. You know, I've got some strengths and I've got some challenges. And I think the big thing for me is the more I run with my strengths, the more comfortable I feel with myself. Uh, when I was younger, I very much focused on where I fell short of everybody. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a pretty short guy. So my dreams of the NBA died pretty early. <laughs> So I had to kind of reassess life and figure out what I was going to do because my jump shot was fantastic if nobody was around. But if they were taller than six feet, I was in trouble. You know, so I, so I kind of I kind of took that approach where I looked at where I fell short and kind of wanted others to approve of me. And eventually that kind of changed because I was so unhappy. I didn't like it. Um, so I think... I've worked really hard to stay true to who I am. And, you know, I, I think the way others see me is how I see myself that, you know, I, I am authentic. I know who I am. I'm learning more about myself each day. Of course, it's, it's a process, you know, but I think the, the biggest thing is my wife has been fantastic for me. She's, she's like the coolest person I've ever met, but she just kind of brought out this softer side in me, which I didn't know existed. So which really helped me as a therapist and definitely helps me now as like a coach or just, you know, interacting in general. So that's kind of the area I've been working on where it's like, Oh, wow. Okay. I, I guess I do have a soft side. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm six foot three or six foot four on good day, depending on whether I do, <laughs> right. I do my stretches or not. But I was just uh, your profile picture on Facebook. Is that an actual, like, miniature lego batman or is that like a yeah. scale to side no i'm just fine <laughs> <laughs> is that a is that a lego toy or yeah yeah no, it's a, a lego land store in dallas texas nice nice so it, that thing was probably about five feet something and i'm five eight so i'm a little taller than it <laughs> and you 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 show that picture proudly man so <laughs> oh, yeah that's one of my favorite pictures ever <laughs> it's 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 pretty it's pretty awesome it's the only time Batman and I have been seen in this same room. So, so are you? It kind of takes away that I'm bat, not Batman, but maybe I am. Well, I maybe maybe it's like a multiverse, kind of like <laughs> Spider Man. Hmm, are we? Are we? Are we throwing out conspiracy? Guy, you know? yeah. So, well, you were you were talking about um, working on stuff and working on yourself and growing. What would be uh, some of your like morning routines or workout or prayer? Because you said that you met your wife at church, and I'm assuming that you're you're still a believer and you still you still practice. What? Yeah. How do you how do you fill your cup to spill over to others? Yeah. Um, so in the morning, I kind of stumbled on this myself. I'm sure it's kind of based on other people's experiences and stuff too. I call it the one two three method. It's how I start and end my day. So the, the one is one positive thing I want to achieve today. So I think about what, what is, you know, goal of the day kind of thing. What, what's one positive thing I want to do today? Usually for others, 
it's not usually for myself. Sometimes it is, you know, if I, if I've kind of been beating myself up, it's like, okay, I need to treat myself well, <clears throat> but usually it, it's to try to serve others. Admittedly, that's been a little harder with all these lockdowns and stuff. So it's kind of taken more of like an electronic form. Maybe it's send a random text message to somebody that I haven't talked to for a while or, you know, like, hey, thanks for being my friend kind of thing. So that's kind of the, the first thing I do is, okay, what's one positive thing I can I can start the day off with? And then two, two positive things I like about myself, just because I think it's so easy to get down on ourselves. Like our, we, we do it so fast, you know? And so I, I try to make it specific, not just like, I'm funny, because over time that's not gonna work. You know, it's like, well, what does that mean? So something specific and then my favorite is three things I'm grateful for. And again, trying to be as specific as possible. And so then at night, I'll go back and I'll check in on number one, you know. So what was the positive thing I was going to do today? Did I do it? And what did it feel like? And if it was for somebody else, you know, maybe what did they feel about it? Look at the two positives. Did I use them at all today? You know, it's, it's nice to have the positives, but it's even better to, to put them into action. And then I think of three new things I'm grateful for. Or if there was like a really good one in the morning, I reflect on that again, kind of, yeah. So that, that's one of my favorite things to do to start and end the day is the one, two, three. I, I, I do that with the people I work with too. And I've heard awesome things about it. Just the way it starts the day, because let's face it, if you wake up grumbling and complaining, your day is going to be a lot of grumbling and yeah, complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was Wednesday for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might have been last Friday for me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I thank you for sharing, man, because we definitely have those days, man, where it's it's we step on that Lego and the whole day just turns to crud, man. It's terrible. But then we have to realize and we have to focus our mind right. And I, I like that. I like that uh one, two, three or three, two, one or however you, you said that however you want to do it really i mean and you can mix them up whatever's most beneficial to you it's just at the end you're going to have at least six positives you just thought about yeah you know and and some of them are about you or some of them are about how you feel about others i mean with six right off the bat it's hard not to start the day off on a good foot yeah unless you step on a lego then that kind of you might have to do it again but yeah 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 legos are the worst i don't know they're so fun to build with, but man, you step on one. Oof. I almost taught my son a bad word the other day when I stepped on one, but I, I bit my tongue. I bit it. <laughs> yeah, my daughter, she slaps my hand if I say a bad word, and I've stepped on a lot of Legos, so <laughs> her vocabulary is quite open. <laughs> but my hand, it's starting to heal, so everybody can sleep well at night because I because it was... I don't know if you, like, on SpongeBob, you know how they're... They're going through with all the uh, uh, dolphin noises and boat noises and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of how it sounded. Nice. Mr. Krabs was angry. <laughs> so, but yeah, we, we, and I'm, I'm working on it just like everybody else, man. But yeah, I did a similar thing to your three, two, one, or two. Uh, it was uh, three positives and kind of something that I wanted to fix or something that was negative that that one negative i and i 
I don't know if you've listened to David Goggins or not, but he's got he's got this thing. It's called the cookie jar, and negative stuff that you've been through or that that's kind of me- messed with you a little bit, but you've overcome it. I put those negatives in that cookie jar. Like I stepped on a Lego today. Now tomorrow I can re- reframe and refocus and step around that Lego. But then also, hey, I have a kid, an awesome kid who can play with the Lego. I can provide the Lego for my child. And also, it's a learning opportunity. So there's three positives to that one negative. So I like that. I was doing in the cookie jar. I was I was doing that for a while, and then once I heard David Goggins say say that, then I was like, I'm gonna apply that to, to my three to one ratio. Yeah, that's cool. I like I like how that does that. I lost my notebook. I'm not gonna lie to you. I lost, <laughs> so I'm getting all this stuff off the phone. I'm tra- I'm transparent, man. I I lost my notebook. You're good, man. So, and this will this will even be in the podcast too. So you'll you'll hear. That's cool. Uh, we all make mistakes. <laughs> so there's no one right way. So bingo. <laughs> it's all right. I'm kind of. I can only see the gets of your nuggets hat. So I've been stuck on that for a second. There we go. Now I can see the. <laughs> So, so I had a we had a family member because you know how we're supposed to wear masks and stuff because of all the things. Well, we got a we got a family member. She does crochet. Oh, this is gonna be good. I can already see. And a smile. Uh, hang on, I'm I'm going off screen for a second. So. Am I on Jeopardy? You're, just, right you're, you're in an elevator of the mind. No, just kidding. But yeah, she made me one and she made my daughter one a couple of years ago for Christmas. Oh. What's my, up? It's uh, Leo. Leo Crochet Leonardo. Nuts. Yeah. My daughter got a mic. Shall I go with that? <laughs> I got a backpack. I, I pretend every once in a while. So. <laughs> that, that works. That works. So. <laughs> But yeah, we uh, I, I wore that into a store. I wore the my I got a Hulk one, I got a Batman one, just just for fun, man. Just go out and just have fun during this time when everybody's serious. Yeah, you gotta mix it up a little bit. How have, how have you and your family been with this uh, the whole thing? <laughs> well, we we actually. So my wife has some pretty major surgery in February. So we've kind of been quarantined like a month longer than <laughs> we, we started in February. Oh, so you are, you got to jump start already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were like, well, let's just practice, you know, let's just do this now. So, so we've been doing it for a while. We, uh, our kids are very active, very active. They love to be outside. And when this all started, it was still rainy and snowy and cold. So we couldn't really go outside too much, but we, we, we've been pretty good. We're, we're kind of homebodies anyway. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not, we're not crazy outgoing social people. We can be, but 
we'd rather stay home if we can. So we've been all right. I think, you know, we've had our ups and downs. Like I think anybody has for those moments of like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. For with those other moments of like, eh, we're all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a breath. But I think it's been really cool for us to get some extra time with everybody in the house. We've, We've definitely had to learn we need our own space at times, but it's definitely helped build our relationships up a little bit. My wife does, they do uh, an online preschool. So the kids do. And so she's been doing that with them. And it's really cool because she's a much better teacher at that stuff than I am. <laughs> so it's been really cool to watch the progress of our kids with her. And yeah. Nice. But we've, we've been trying to get her healed up, so I guess our focus, I mean, we've been focused on stuff, but, you know, we want her to heal up, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, prayer for quick healing, man, just in full recovery. Uh, sorry, I'm watching, I'm watching the time on, there's a thing on what I'm using to record. They only let me do sections at a time for now, so. But uh, cartoons, man. Let's let's talk about some cartoons for a second, or fictional. Yeah, yeah, fictional characters. Hope I'm not getting that. I'm I'm a little sleepy today, so forgive me. Um, which cartoon character or comic book character or movie character would you relate to the most? I wish I was Jason Bourne, but I'm not. But I do like Jason Bourne. Uh, the comic book character or comic character. Did you ever watch the show Doug? Yes. He's I, got like a green vest. You remember that show? I love that show. I, I love Doug. That one makes me laugh. And I think it's on Disney Plus. I think I just rediscovered it on there. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I used to get told I look like him. <laughs> and people used to try to pick on me with that. And I was like, so I look. Okay. Yeah, I, dude, I love Doug, man. Uh, yeah, it is on, I think it is on Disney Plus, but then also, I think it's also on like the original Nickelodeon ones on uh, Hulu. So, yeah. How, how do you feel yes. about, how do you feel about that, uh, that, that, that crossover when they went from Nickelodeon to Disney? I figure Disney pretty much owns everything at this point. Yeah. So <laughs> I was pretty it was inevitable. I, I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. But the other one, other comic I grew up, well, cartoon was the Batman animated series. <laughs> like they just do not make shows like that anymore. I, I watched a couple of, couple years ago i think i even found him on youtube and i was like my parents let me watch this when i was like six years old like that is a dark show but it's fantastic it is so good <laughs> dude just the art just the artwork because i'm a very visual person man the artwork is just amazing in that graphics yeah it's just a well-produced show you just don't see that as much anymore no no it's all just fast pacing with <laughs> me and you, yeah, that's, but yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, if somebody was to write a biography about you, what would the title be? 
So you sent me these questions, and that is the one that I have been like, God, what would the title be? And I'm still searching for one. I was kind of thinking I love fishing. Like that has been a huge thing with my dad and my brother and my family. We like to go camping and fishing. And so I was thinking maybe something like from snacks to trophies, you know, <laughs> kind of like how to go from, I have no idea what I'm doing to like, Hey, look, I actually caught a fish, <laughs> you know, but so something like snacks to trophies, like uh, stories about fishing in life or something like that. Nice. Nice. And then I add on to that question. Who would be, if, if they made an audio book, who would you want to narrate it? would I want to narrate it? Well, I'm sure a common answer is probably like Morgan Freeman or James Earl Jones, just because their voices are awesome. I'm going to pick Kiefer Sutherland because that dude's got a cool voice. Nice. <laughs> He'd add a little edge to my biography. <laughs> that nice. wasn't even there. <laughs> I'd probably go with uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah, that would be a good Ryan, one, too. Remix. The dead. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> Weird pauses. Oh, man, that would be interesting. I love his voice and I love doing uh, impersonations and his is one of the hardest to do. Just breaking down. But yeah. Keith or Sutherland, man, that'd be, a, that'd be a good one. Yeah. I, I just, I like that he would bring an edge that wasn't even in the story. <laughs> yeah. You know, why not? He woke up one morning. More intense than it was. Yeah, yeah. He woke up one morning and ate breakfast with his family <laughs> and dropped a spoon. Like, I mean, it'd be great. <laughs> there was a splash of milk. His eyes shifted, and he looked at his child and said, "I love you. Let's clean it up." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like people would be like, "Is this a horror story? What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, man. So write that book. Let's get in touch with with him. <laughs> get in get, touch with Kiefer. Let's, let's get <laughs> it going. I mean, man. you know, we're on speed dial with each other. So is speed dial still a thing? I don't ever know. <laughs> I think you can ask Siri and she'll hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Siri, call Kiefer for me. You don't know him. Uh, he's not in your contacts. Quit fooling yourself, no, I'm just uh, That's probably exactly what it'd say. Just start laughing. <laughs> be like, call Kiefer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, so man, what kind of what kind of legacy do you want to leave uh, leave for your children, man? That's a good one. I know you it's know, one of those I, cliche ones, but it's, it's what was that? I know it's one of those cliche like go to questions, but I I feel it's important, man. You know, I I think I always try to approach life that I want to leave wherever I've been a little better <laughs> than it was before I got there. You know. But in terms of my children, because that's a big one, you know, I, I think I think every parent thinks about that as they move through. Maybe they don't phrase it or look at it totally within the lens of a legacy. But, you know, I, I really hope when when it's all done and my kids reflect back on their life growing up that they knew dad was there for them and cared about them. Not even though sometimes I <laughs> held them to limits or was firm about things that they recognized what I was trying to do for them. And that was just, you know, for my son, I want him to be a better man than I've ever been, you know, and I want my daughter to be a better human than I've been, you know, I'm not a woman. So 
<laughs> You're a pretty girl. <laughs> I want her to be a better human than I've ever been. And I want them to not get stuck on the superficial things about, you know, being a pretty person or, you know, just but being amazing and really trying to reach out, help others. I think that's a big part of my personal legacy is even though some of the stuff I do is like through my company or my, my stuff, it's always to try to spread goodness and positivity to others. And I hope my children recognize the importance of that. And I hope they see that I have done that, even if maybe right now they don't always see it that way because I put the Legos away because I was tired of stepping on them. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Or you have to raise your voice to say, hey, I told you three times, put the Legos away. Yeah. So yeah. Had, to, had to do that yesterday. <laughs> we call that dad voice. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of funny. My, like, my wife and I are both pretty calm people. Like If you saw our disagreements, people would probably laugh and be like, that was it? Like That was your argument? You know, because we're we're just yeah, we're just not that type that we're gonna have big explosive arguments. We're just not that type. So the few times our kids have actually heard either of us raise our voice, you can see it. They're like, oh, "What?" And like they get they do whatever you just told them to do because they're like, "I don't know what that means, but it's got to be bad," <laughs> you know. Dude, I I feel you. that's how we are over here, man. Like our we don't we don't fight. We don't really scream we just kind of stern just kind of like look at each other and then if we're really upset that we won't say anything and then we'll go kind of cool down and we'll we'll collect our thoughts and then come back but when we do raise the voice it's like oh crap uh it's like the book of revelations is happening i'm sorry <laughs> what chapter are we in oh crap the white horse just rode in yeah. so it's funny, my, my wife will usually, like, if I say something, she'll look at me and she'll be like, want to try that again? And that's my cue to, I totally just bombed it, so I better take a deep breath and figure out what I really want to say. You ever... Uh, it's very forgiving. Yeah. You you ever, you ever watch uh, Family Guy at all? Every now and then, yeah. There was, there's this look that Stewie gives Brian or somebody, and he, like, looks and he kind of tilts his head and squints his eyes. That's what we do. We're the, the serious? We're, really? Is, the, yeah. is that really coming out your mouth right now? We're going on through your head, and we. But yeah, we. It's. I, I feel you on that, man. I definitely feel you on that. My wife has the most expressive face of anybody. Like, we we've played poker with each other a couple times, and it's hilarious because I know right when she has good cards, and I'm like fold, <laughs> you know, and she hates it, but. There's times she gives me looks and it like she doesn't even have to say anything and I'm like, okay, my bad. <laughs> yeah. You could you could just you could just feel it radiating through that look. Just hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'm like, all right, well, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do better. <laughs> uh, as we're winding down, I uh, I want to ask you, do you like food? You like food. Everybody like loves. Food. Everybody likes yeah. food. You, you got to have food. I was gonna say apparently I have to have it, so I might as well like it. Yeah, yes, yes. I I, lo I like to cook, so I'm like, I like all the flavor. It's a, it's an art form for me. But uh, what would be uh, your choice on the menu for uh, for like a last meal for you? And who would be there? Who 
who would be at my last meal? My, my wife and kids, obviously. <clears throat> and if hopefully I'm old, so maybe their family that I haven't yet met. Um, if my brother were still alive, I'd want my brother there. And my, so I'm the youngest of five. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I have an older sister, sister that's the oldest, then my brother, and then two sisters, and then me. Ten years between us. So I didn't get to know my oldest sister very well until I was a little more grown up, just because, I mean, by the time I I was old enough to do anything, she had graduated. So, (laughs) But I, I would want my brother and this sister that's about three years older than me. If they're both alive, I'm going to say that they are. <laughs> Although my brother's not, so who knows? <laughs> um, and what would we eat? That's a good one. I might have to combine a couple meals because I love manicotti. I love it. But I also want a meat. So I'm going to want a nice grilled steak because mm. yeah, I'm a dad. and That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah, we. Uh, my wife got me a smoker for Father's Day, and we opened it up last year about this time because <clears throat> we're almost at Father's Day, and we've never gone back. Oh, my gosh. That thing makes the best food ever. So I'd want a smoked steak with some manicotti and maybe a salad. Maybe. Maybe. Um, optional. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> maybe. It's my last meal, so I don't have to eat my veggies if I don't want to. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you hear that? So that's awesome. But my kids still need to eat theirs. <laughs> yes. Put 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 that put that in the last will, will of testament. Eat your veggies. Eat your veggies. If there is an eleventh commandment, it is eat your veggies. Thou shall eat your veggies. <laughs> to poop right every single time. <laughs> exactly. Man. Yeah. I. Oh. My mouth is just watering. We had steak last night. Our buddy uh, uh, from church, he buys from a local uh, farmer out here, or local rancher. Oh, nice. And, man, it was so good. And then also my wife's Italian, so we get some pretty good Italian dishes, like modicati and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I might have to take a break and go uh, wipe up my shirt. Uh, we might need to have a food break here. Yeah, yeah. Anybody listening, go, go get a food break. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Join us, man. And if you're ever out here in Colorado, or if I'm out there, let's 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 go get a go get, do get. it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man. Um, as we're wrapping up, do you have any uh, final questions or thoughts that you'd like to share or you're ask me or anything? I, I'm curious because I know you're you're about dads too. Like, what's going to be your legacy? What are you working towards? That's a good question. I am working on that every day, trying to figure that out. It's not completely set in stone. But a lot of the, I guess, key words I can really say is just love and compassion and play. Play, that's a big one. And also I'm working on, for myself, discipline. Cause I want my daughter to be like, okay, my dad, he was disciplined and he worked hard and he loved me. And also even grace too. Cause my wife, her middle name is grace and my daughter's middle name is grace. 
So there's a lot of grace around me. Uh, so I want just kind of a culmination of those words to be my legacy. Like, yes, he he was understanding. He, he was he showed grace. He showed compassion. Yes, he was disciplined and he was hard hard sometimes. But for my daughter and my nieces and my great nieces, I want them to see that it's the love and all those other keywords that I just threw out. I I think if I may comment on that, I think it's easy for us dads to get stuck in the, like we have to be hardworking and discipline only. And I love that you're bringing in that other side. Like, no, there's so much more we can give. We don't just, you know, I know like when I first got married, I was like, crap, I got to provide, like I got to, and so I started working a lot of hours. I was working in a, a treatment center nearby and we'd call them the double doubles, like two 16 hour shifts in a row, you know, kind of thing in two days. And, you know, and it made decent money, but I mean, it was exhausting. And so I'd get home and I'd have like nothing left for my wife. And I remember my dad pulling me aside and saying like, don't make my mistake, like be there for your wife. And when you guys have kids and, He's like, it's not just about money. It's also the other stuff, love, compassion, time, you know, because it's true when we get to our deathbeds, we're not going to get there and be like, man, I wish I had more money. Chances are we're going to say, I wish I had more time. And I wish I would have spent more time with the people I cared about, you know? And so hearing you say that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is awesome. And it's such a great message for the other dads that are going to be listening to this because i think every one of us wrestles with it we feel that like urge that pull it's like gravity like i have to provide that's what i do i provide financially it's like that's just one small part and if if our kids can feel that love and that compassion especially from dads oh, it's it's amazing what it does for their lives you know we, we talked about a lot of the social issues we have and how fatherlessness is part of it well you can still be in your child's life, but not be present and have some of those same outcomes. So if you're there, make the most of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, I noticed that when, when I started getting into some of those dad groups and stuff, and I don't know if you know, uh, the dad, dad edge pro, uh, podcast with Larry Hagner, uh, shout out, shout out to Larry. Um, for sure. Uh, but I, 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 what you were talking, I was in such a loop. I would go to work. I would come home. I drink and thought I was providing for my family. Yes, I was providing some money, but then also I was drinking a lot of it away. And I got in such a robot state where I lost who I was. I lost the creativity. I lost a sense of humor. I lost all of it. And my wife looked at me one day and she was in the kitchen and I was, I was drunk and she was like, what the hell are you doing with your life? What's, what, what's, what's your purpose? And that pissed me off. But at the same time, I needed to hear that. And I remind myself, I even had to remind myself that a couple months ago when this whole Corona thing, cause I felt my, myself slipping back into that like a dog returning to vomit 
I, I've, I felt myself doing that. So then I ended up taking a, a break during May, no alcohol. And I also put a, put away a couple other things that were harmful to, to my mind and my body. Um, and I'm still, I'm, I'm continuing to work to keep those habits away or limit them as little as possible. But now, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a everyday, it's everyday progress every day. I don't want to say struggle, but it's every day. And you have to remind yourself and also you have to put some great people around you too that hold you accountable or and be open about it. If you're open about it, then be like, <clears throat> say I post something while on, 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 on social media, I'm hoping that my buddy Andrew right here will be like, Hey man, that you seem you seem a little bit. It's not like you. Yeah. You seem a little bit out of line with, with what, what's going on. So and I, and I challenge anybody, please, if you see something and if, I, if I'm getting sloppy, please say something. Sure. And, and, I, and I believe we need that. And we need that community. We need that brotherhood. We need that. Just we need that for, for people, no matter your age, no matter race, no matter uh, financial bracket. We need that. So that, that's a human condition right there. So dude, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this conversation, bro. So, <laughs> and thank you again so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, is it awesome? Is it? <laughs> it has been awesome. Uh, and again, I apologize for, and thank you for being patient with me with, with getting, uh, all this set up. I felt so bad. I kept like, I'd, I'd see your message and I got to get back to him. So I think what you'll find about me, I'm, I'm patient with other people a lot better than I am with myself. As weird as that is. No, I get it. I get it. I think, I think we were meant to be friends. Yeah. Cause I feel the exact same way. on a lot of, a lot of things that you're, we see eye to eye, but you got to get up on a ladder. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have to get up on a ladder or a step stool, but maybe, maybe jump a little bit, but <laughs> a high five would be very scary. But I, gotta, I got this. I got, I got to raise I, for you. I got, I got to raise your, uh, your, your expectations a little bit. No, <laughs> so, but I, and I don't come up short on short jokes. Just kidding. Uh, so. But now, now, Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that as I was saying. I was like, that's going to sound so stupid, but it is what it is. But, uh, man, please, uh, is there any spots on social media or that, that people can get a hold of you and find out more about you and your organization and what you do to help the, the community, man, and help families? For sure. Um so you can find us on Facebook. You just type in the Life Empowerment Organization. It should pop up. It's a little lion picture. <laughs> so our acronym is LEO. So my wife is artistic and she's like, let's do a lion. Because I'm like, I have no idea. Uh, so you can do that. You can go to empoweringthejourney.com. That's our website. 
or if they're connected with you, they can just find me on my personal profile. I'm, I'm totally open to that. If you want to contact me on there, I'm, I'm just here to help, you know, I'm here to try to make the world a better place because there's, there's enough negativity and stuff going around. We, we could use a little more <laughs> positivity. So those are the easiest ways. If you know, people on Pinterest, I am on Pinterest as crazy as that one is. I have no idea what I'm doing on there, but you can find the same thing, life empowerment organization. So we've got several different resources, the, the coaching, we have a blog. If you just want to read some blog posts, and then I, I think one of the ways we connected, I, I just did an online course as well for people. They can find that it's on going from power struggles to building a relationship with your kid. So, and it's had some really good outcomes for, for parents that have taken it so far. I had one mom that she's been struggling for over two years with power struggles with her kid. And, and she said, it's been so much better trying out some of those tools and really changing the focus. So we've got that as well. Yeah. Always new things because it's me in the background. It takes me a little bit, but there's always some new stuff coming. So, dude, that that is awesome. Uh, is there any any last words that you that you'd like to, or advice that you'd like to give your future self or anybody who's listening? My future self or anybody that's listening. Oh, I. I'm going to leave the same message I leave the people I work with that you already have in you what you need. Like you are already there. You just have to see it and use it, you know, kind of thing. And I like that because I think a lot of us look for things outside of ourselves. We look for, oh, I'm not good enough because of this or that. And no, you already have it. You are already who you are supposed to be. So be it, you know? I got one more question to piggyback off that. At okay. what what time or what uh, what age time frame were you, were you when you finally realized that you have the tools inside of you already and God's given you the gifts hmm. and stop comparing? Definitely, when it wasn't when I was eighteen. Definitely not then. I think a lot of it probably was somewhere between twenty five and twenty eight. I uh, I moved across the country. I went from Utah to Ohio for school all by myself, <laughs> you know, to do grad school, lived out there by myself. I don't know if you've ever heard of Tough Mudder. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a buddy out there that was, it was January and he's like, Hey, I want to do this Tough Mudder in April. You want to do it with me? And I'm like, not if I'm not a fitness guy, I hadn't ran. And I'm like, how, you know, was it like a 5k? And he's like, Oh no, it's like 12 miles. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I was like, and it's like pull-ups and stuff. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, huh. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. And in three months I trained and was able to do it. And as weird as it is, that experience taught me a lot. Like it sounds so silly, like something like a obstacle course with fire and water and mud, but like just training for three months, I went from, I could barely run out my front door to running 12 miles was pretty awesome. Cause I'm not a runner. I, I, I do it every now and then now, but not then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, then I was like, no, but I recognized that the potential was already there. It was just up to me to uncover it and do it. And sometimes we need that external push, you know, like I had a friend and you kind of talked about it earlier, that community, that support of let's go further, you know, but 
And the funny thing is I sprained my ankle three days before I ran it. And so I could barely move my right foot. And here I am running, I think it was 11.2 miles in the rain and stuff. And I did it. I couldn't move my foot afterwards for about three days, but I did it. And, and for some reason, ever since then, it's always been this like, no, I can do it. That's you know, that cookie jar. Running, oh yeah, I got it. You know, and even like when I run into that, we call it the wall, right? Or whatever it is. Like I think about, there was a literal wall in Tough Mudder that as soon as I got there, I remember looking at it the first time going, no way, <laughs> like no way. <laughs> this short guy is not getting over it, you know, but I ran, jumped and did it, you know? And so I've started taking that approach and that's even even when I work with people or even if I'm not working with them, I'm just talking to you. I'm going to push you. I'm going to tell you, no, you can go to that next level. We always can. It's just the fear gets in the way sometimes. And I think it's the fear that clouds us from seeing that, no, we really do have what we need in us. It's just up to us to get it out and to do it. Mic drop right there. We're done, folks. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that No, dude, I, I need to go back and listen to this episode um just w- what you said right there that was that was powerful and i i need that reminder and i know a lot of other people need that reminder too so but hey man thank you so much uh, i'd like to actually have you back for a round two sometime absolutely so absolutely. or even even just chat once a month just hey man what's going on because I, I i feel sure. i feel a good vibe with you so let's do it but all right guys i'm not the biggest comic book guy but i will talk comics with you <laughs> there you go there you go yeah i'm i uh, i'm not i'm not so much in the marvel and stuff but i i have my 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 small little click right here of the ninja turtles so and a little little, little bit of batman i'll take a little bit from the hulk and maybe power rangers and stuff but i'm not the whole marvel everything that's my that's my wife that's my wife (laughs) so but all right man thank you thank you so much for coming on you guys go go check out andrew chris and his awesome uh movement over there on facebook definitely reach out to him show him some love uh high five him if you want um but yeah, thank you so Just much. Don't make me jump for that high five. Yes, right? yes, don't make him jump. Uh, but he he will, he will. I know, I know he will. He's he's got that spirit in him now. So, but thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys real soon. Peace.